Hi, I'm Dan Whedon. You ever find yourself sitting alone at a table in a movie theater or some other public place all alone? I have, and I've never thought much about it until I realized that there are some people who cringe and avoid situations like that. It's all about how we are wired differently and what makes up our personalities. That's the topic of today's podcast. It's about sitting alone at a table or not all alone. You'll get the drift of it when you listen to the entire podcast. Thank you for listening. I encourage you to subscribe and listen regularly. And in fact, I have a new Patreon patron member page that I'd love for you to take advantage of to get even more content, more information about that at the end of this show. For right now, sit back, maybe at a table all by yourself, and enjoy the show. Barb and I are different personalities. Now, this is a good thing for many reasons, which you might be easily able to figure out. I think the whole opposites attract does provide for great relationships. And Barb and I have four decades of proof being married for that. I think she's wrapped up the saint designation already. She and I had a fun discussion recently about sitting alone in public. It might be to eat a meal, have a cup of coffee or a libation, or simply read a book or watch television. As a self-proclaimed introvert, Barb has no issues being alone. However, she has no interest in sitting at a table alone in public. In fact, she would avoid it like COVID. (laughs) I think plague has been overplayed, don't you think? On the other hand, I frequently find myself seated by myself. I've recently been sitting alone at a table eating dinner at my golf club, waiting for our exchange student to finish his piano lessons nearby. I find I'd rather go sit and eat and wait for him than than not. So uh, that's what I do. I just go, go to my club, have a meal, sit by myself, maybe watch a little TV, play on my phone. Now, you might be expecting me to say that I will soon start talking to people or someone I know will wander over and sit with me. Not true. While there may be head nods of greetings or even a quick conversation with someone, I usually end up minding my own business and eating my belt sandwich. That's a bacon, egg, lettuce, and tomato. It's delicious. Uh, And I have it with curly fries. I'd just rather sit by myself in a large group than all alone. Now, there's no judgment on being an introvert or extrovert. Simply, this is an observation, one that can help you with employees, co-workers, family, and friends. Early in our life together, I'm pretty sure I tried to force Barb into being more extroverted. I figured everyone was like me, or at least they should be. Being the kind of person she is, Barb would go along with it a lot, probably to the point of discomfort, awkwardness, or even just being overwhelmed. Fast forward to today. And I've got a lot better understanding of what gives Barb energy and where she's most comfortable. She can now tell me that she doesn't want to go somewhere or do something, and I don't take it as a personal affront. 
Of course, we both make exceptions as part of the relationship, yet this understanding of how we are each wired makes a huge difference in our relationship. And, and I will note, Barb will readily admit it works in both directions. It's just as easy for an introvert to disregard and brush off an extrovert. We probably in both camps think the other people are crazy and may even feel sorry for them. <laughs> Little do we know that it works in both directions, right? Now, we all have relationships that exist in our personal and professional lives. They range from acquaintance to casual to important. We can take a huge step towards building better relationships if we just take a moment to consider how the other person is wired. As an extrovert myself, and I'm sure I have many listeners who resemble me in this way, I had trouble understanding people that weren't like me. I thought everyone gained energy from other people, that everyone loved being in groups, and that everyone was comfortable being themselves in front of others. And if they weren't, uh, that was some sort of fatal flaw that needed to be fixed. I'd like to think that I can be taught and that time, maturity, and a very patient life partner has helped me with that. We are programmed to hang around and enjoy the comfort of those like ourselves. Sometimes we don't even want to consider relationships outside that small silo. I think this all starts in junior high, and it only gets worse over time, not better. That's one way we leash ourselves. We fence ourselves in. We don't go and try to find new relationships or improve the ones we have. Listen, as we chase unleashed, we should be cognizant of others, how they gain satisfaction, what motivates them, how they best learn, and how they want to be treated. The two key factors in doing this are empathy and kindness. I'm fortunate that my most important relationship with Barb has continued to evolve and grow through both of us being willing to find ways to communicate with empathy and kindness. That same effort and discipline is even more needed with people that we associate with in life, whether we do that at work or play. So let's all go find a table to sit at and allow the others to do the same. In that way, we'll keep chasing Unleashed. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe, rate, review, all of that fun stuff. I value your comments and your feedback. And we have a new patron page for Chasing Unleashed. Go to Patreon and find the Chasing Unleashed Patreon membership or you can check it out on the show notes. As always, thanks for listening and keep chasing Unleashed. Thank you.